live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Jalen Brown inside the paint. Right hand slam. He sailed right by Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. And as soon as the Heat had a little glimpse of hope, a little ray of sunshine, Jalen Brown made it dark. The Boston Celtics, who were a game under 500 in January, are now one game from the NBA Finals. The final score in game five, Boston 93, Miami 80. One nothing Sooners, the 1-0 to Graham. Swung on, fly ball, center field. That ball is hit well. Scott back to the wall. He looks up. It's gone! It's a grand slam! Peyton Graham, touch them all! It's 5-0 Oklahoma. Bozak behind the net. It was Tyler Bozak that got an assist on a Pat Maroon goal two, three years ago. He scores! Tyler Bozak in overtime! You can bring out the Zamboni! The Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. He got it. Win column Sooners. Game over. And Oklahoma advances to the winner's bracket. Final score on Wednesday night. It's Sooners six and West Virginia four. If that's the case. (laughs) Just let me handle it. Sorry, I haven't got to play any of those yet today. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday, May 26th. Oh, no. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm live in Arlington again today. Day two of the Big 12 tournament. Um, All right, I want to talk about what each game means today coming up in a bit. I want to talk some OU baseball coming up. But let's let's play some audio here, TJ. I'm going to start with Patty Gasso. Softball gets underway in the Super Regional tomorrow. UCF in town. Future Big 12 member. Uh, 3.30 will be game one tomorrow afternoon at Marita Hines Field. And some good news for the Sooners yesterday. Well, the good news is Jordy's been throwing a little bit in the bullpen. And we're very optimistic about, I don't know exactly when, but we're optimistic she's going to be able to help this team. She is a competitor. She's extremely frustrated. She wants to get back where she was right now, and it's it's not the right way to do it. So we've got to get her to listen to what the doctor is saying, listen to what the trainer and the coach coaches are saying, and just 
be patient. That's what it's going to take. But if she, her attitude is, I want to go 100% right now. And we're not able to do that at this moment. But she's working towards that. And that is uh, better news than I thought that I would have going forward. So we're, we're excited. TJ, huge Huge news potentially for OU softball. Yeah, and it, I can only imagine what she's going through right now to have the season that she has, to have been as dominant as they were, and then have that happen to her that late in the season. And we've seen it. You know, you've seen guys, you know, NBA finals and they're out, or this, you know, a Super Bowl appearance, and you know, you've played uh, and worked for it all year long, and then you're out for that game. And when you're a, a competitor at that level, man, it's it's just got to drive you nuts that something like that is just out of your control and has happened so late in the season on you. So I can only imagine what she's she going doesn't. Through. I don't know Jordy Ball. I've never talked to Jordy Ball. She doesn't strike me as laid back and patient. She's not patient. No, like that, that is exactly the same way I feel about her. Like um, I think she's probably in the offices of you know you know uh, the coaches and anyone uh, medical personnel or anyone and in their ear. 24-7, like, all right, how's it looking now? How's it looking now? All right, I just went through just a little bit. I, I think I'm feeling all right. How's it it's looking good. now? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Let me go. So there's, yeah, it, she's not patient at all. So I can only imagine what what, what she's putting them through right now. Like trying to get back out on the field. Like she stalks around the circle after a strikeout. <laughs> she is stalking around the coach's offices. There's no doubt about it. Begging to, well, uh, we'll ask Chris. I would be surprised if we see her this weekend, even if that's the case. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give it, give I it mean, a little bit more time. Maybe unless they got into a back against the wall scenario, I guess. But even then, uh, I would be surprised. But this is good news for the College World Series. Uh, so there you go. There's that, and that's uh, I Sooner Nation rejoice. It sounds like. Jordy Ball, in some capacity, is at least on a trajectory to be able to help this team in its pursuit of back-to-back national championships. All right, now baseball. Sooners went 6-4 to four last night here in Arlington. They beat West Virginia. Blake Brewster with Skip Johnson after the game. Hey, Skip. You all right? You good? Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. What do you think about tonight starting – Carson Atwood had three good innings from you. Kind of pieced it together from there. How'd it go? Yeah, I mean, that's what we needed to do to give those guys some rest. And the bullpen did a great job all night long. And we got kind of tricky at the end. We situational hit there in the middle of that game. I don't know whether it was like the fifth or something. And we had bases loaded. And you hardly ever see Peyton strike out looking. But it happens. And uh, uh, we got the win. That's all that matters. Absolutely. First opener win in the Big 12 tournament in a long time. Got to feel good with Jake Bennett going tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, just getting him normal rest is what I feel good about, you know, more than anything. And uh, uh, look forward to, to the opportunity of playing again tomorrow. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow night, Skip. Thank you. Oklahoma had lost seven straight openers in the I, Big 12 tournament. I knew it had been a while, but I was shocked last night when you threw out that date. That, that year was, what, 2013. Like, 2013. that blew me away. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, I knew it had been a while, but I guess I hadn't seen, heard anybody throw out the year and in some time, and that, that surprised me last they night. They've played terrible. Oh, they have. In the, they in have. the Big 12 tournament, they've played terrible. Um, men's basketball's been the same way. Um, and a lot of the – they hadn't had a win up there in Kansas City in forever. 
and they beat Baylor this year. So, yeah, first uh, first win on opening day of the Big 12 tournament since 2013. Uh, first win altogether in a while. They had lost five straight Big 12 tournament games. But they got it last night, and the gamble paid off, TJ. That's the big news here. Oklahoma gets away with not throwing Jake Bennett on opening day. Not only did they get away with it, they got fantastic pitching last night. Well, this is why I coach 11U baseball and Skip Johnson coaches uh, at a place like the University of Oklahoma because I was second-guessing him, man. When when I heard Carson Atwood, I was nervous about it. I wouldn't have been the choice I would have gone with, and that kid was great last night for three innings and, and gave them the start exactly the start they needed in a situation like that and the way they were going to handle the staff last night, and he was he was tremendous. Atwood, three innings of one-hit baseball, didn't walk anybody. In fact, Atwood, Campbell, Martinez, Andrews, and Michael combined for nine strikeouts and no walks last night. Um, that's beyond what you could hope for. When you're, If you're going to pitch off and make it a bullpen day against a good baseball team, West Virginia is going to the NCAA tournament in all likelihood and you get nine strikeouts and no walks, that is a dream. And, you know, kudos. To, and I don't think there's anybody. Let me look at pitch totals here. I don't think there's anybody you threw last night that you can't throw again, you know, tomorrow or Saturday or Atwood, 53 pitches. You can bring him back. Mm-hmm. Carter Campbell, 36. They'll definitely throw him again. Chaz Martinez, 42. He could throw again. Trevin Michael, I don't think they want to use him last night, but he came in and only threw seven, seven pitches. Yeah. So nothing wrong there. Um, And enough offense. It was not the prettiest offensive night. They left 13 men on base, but they got the big hit. Well, that went for the whole day. I mean, nobody was scoring runs yesterday in this thing. Yeah. So, yeah. That means we're in for a bunch today. <laughs> That's it? why I said, yeah, it's not staying on time today. And I think there's some 15, uh, 16 run games here coming up uh, in today's maybe, schedule. Maybe so, but I think there might be more aces going today than yesterday. Uh, OSU is throwing their ace today, Justin Campbell. Let's see. Uh, Baylor doesn't have an ace. Uh, game two. West Virginia will throw the Hampton kid. Uh, he's He's been their best pitcher. He's not considered their ace, but he's been their best pitcher. Uh, who is who are that? K-State, I don't know. Texas already threw um, Pete Hansen. TCU will throw their number one guy tonight. And OU and Tech will both throw their number one guys tonight. Kind of. I mean, I, I don't know who Tech's going to throw. I think it's going to be Jacob Waters. It's either Waters or Birdsell. Uh, if they keep him in order, not Waters, not Waters. Uh, that's Waters who threw last night. Last night. Yeah. Uh, what's his name, TJ? Uh, Texas you know better Tech. than ask me for names. Hang on a second. Hey, hey, talk to the people for a second, TJ. i got to find this. is bugging me. Well, one thing I was going to say was like early on in that game, Man, the infield singles and stuff that kind of helped break some things open. And, I mean, um, 
you had some things go your way there. Those were some tough plays that, you know, they legged out Andrew and beat Morris. out. And, um, ended up paying off for them with the Peyton Graham, Peyton Graham Grand Slam. Yeah. That's hard to say. Um, Andrew Morris. Andrew Morris has been their Friday night guy. Brandon Burtzel has been their Saturday guy. Burtzel is, is kind of their ace, uh, but they've both been really good. Bert, uh, Morris was 7-0 and until OU beat him last week. But they hit six home runs off of him. So, uh, I guess uh, OU beat both guys, had more luck against Morris than Birdsell. So, we'll see what Tadlock does tonight. But it'll be one of those guys that they face. So, anyway, uh, as many teams threw, threw their aces didn't yesterday, I guess is my point. So, we'll see how it goes um, coming up today. But. Goodwin. So here's what uh, is online, in my opinion, in each of the games today. Nine o'clock this morning, OSU Baylor. Baylor's season's on the line. They got a win or they're done. I think Oklahoma State needs a win today, TJ, or they will not host. In my, I don't think OSU hosts a regional if they don't win today. Now, I'm not saying they will if they do. They might need to do more than that, but I don't think they can go 0 and 2 here. They were on the borderline anyway, and if they go 0-2 with a loss to Baylor, I think OSU's going on the road. Agree? Probably with the way that they finished, yeah. Um, they they need to win today, and it would – Yeah, they may need to go in there and win Friday against either – well, would that be TCU or Texas? So, um, they, need, they need a win today. They've still got a good RPI. But they've closed the season in a bit of an ugly manner, especially yes. if they lose today. Uh, game two is West Virginia, K-State. Uh, K-State, same thing as Baylor. they got to win. Their season's on the line. West Virginia probably should win today just to make sure. You know, they're, they're probably in. But if they go 0-2 here and some zany things happen around the country, then maybe it's maybe it's nerve-wracking for them on Monday. So uh, it would behoove the Mountaineers to win today. Uh, then the night session is just spectacular tonight. I mean, I think we're going to have some big crowds. I, I wish it was Friday night. Then we would definitely have some big crowds. But uh, you've got at 4 o'clock TCU in Texas. Uh, I think TCU is probably going to host. They could cement that with a win. Texas is going to need to uh, – they're probably going to need to do what OU needs to do, which is get to the championship game to be able to host a regional. They finished in fifth place. They've got a good RPI, but finished in fifth place in the conference, and I think they're back a ways. Um, and then the night game, OU Texas Tech. Uh, two teams in a similar spot, both, I think, considered on the outside looking in of the hosting conversation coming in, but a win tonight over the other would significantly help that. Uh, Texas Tech might be closer to hosting than OU, although that doesn't make much sense to me. I think that is at least the general thought out there. So both of those teams could make a massive step, take a massive step toward hosting a regional with a win tonight. They would be in the catbird seat. I mean, you win this winner's bracket game, 
you don't have to play Friday, and then you got to get beaten twice on Saturday. I mean, you're in a major advantage if you win tonight to get to a championship game. Um, but, I mean, you just compare OU and Texas Tech's resumes, there's really no reason Tech should be considered in front of OU right now. Now, if they beat them tonight, if Tech beats them tonight, we could talk about it again. But as it is right now, OU's got the higher RPI. They finished tied with them in the conference. They beat them three out of four times this year. Um, you can't really – they got a much stronger strength of schedule. The only reason to put Tech in front of them is you, you're, you've got history in your brain. You know, Tech has hosted five straight regionals and been to College World Series lately and things like that. So, But a Tech win tonight could certainly flip that thinking. So should be a fun day again at Globe Live Field. We'll take a break, and we'll be back right after this in Arlington. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. If you've been dazed and confused with the amount of money you had to pay your realtor for the sale of your home, call Terry or Jackie Sachs and it's nice. $8.99. The $8.99 listing fee. You're really good. I'm a professional. 405-361-3380, SaxonRealtyGroup.com, home of the 899 listing fee. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Pardon me, I misspoke. The first law of stuff, stuff expands. Proof, I come inside from working in the garage on a project and set a couple of things down in the kitchen table. I use the restroom, head back to the garage. My wife says, your stuff is all over the place. Second law of stuff, stuff always expands to fill all space available. Mm. That's true. <laughs> That's his warning to you for renting storage, he says. Yeah, I, I do not want to rent a storage place. I do not want to. You know that. what you could do? Kick these kids out. Say, hey. Well, Go get that's, your own place. That's the other thing. As soon as I go get rent a storage <laughs> facility, they will get an apartment, and I'll be like, I got nothing in the storage shed. And a six-month lease on it, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is just a bunch of laughing, crying emoji faces saying that is hilarious. Huh. I wonder what that's about, TJ. Uh, I think it's Must about your bit. Must be something you said. Must be, I think it's about the bit that we played yeah. a minute ago. Hey, hit the lead on that bit, please. <laughs> I cannot believe that. <laughs> We did something like that. This one says you could get fired over something like that nowadays. Mm. I don't think that's the case. I don't think you pushed it that far. Let's not risk it. Uh, This person says, can I buy that bit in an NFT? I need it for a laugh on bad days. (laughs) No, you cannot. I'll look into that. It's been deleted. We'll put it out for an NFT. Starting bid starts at $45,000. Get Toby a storage space. That seems low. Uh, I left my work and personal phone in a taxi in Ma- Manchester, and it took that long to get them back. Cost me four hundred bones. Thanks. It's like a ransom. I, to it's a phone. amazing you got it back. Yes, it, it is really, especially if it was left in a taxi. Uh, I'm hearing reports. Uh, Sonny, he's just a great student athlete. Toby Galloway. Wants Drake Dyken to become the voice of East Central Baseball. Can you confirm huh. I'm Bob from Cement? I heard yesterday he got that job. Yeah, East Central, new head coach at East Central. Good for him. 
not not that you know good for him because it's been a rough time and i am sure getting back to coaching baseball probably it would be something that would feel good for sonny and uh you know i, I should explain i'm trying his wife passed away within the last couple of years and mm-hmm. I, I guess within the last year probably uh charlotte and so I, I I would imagine just guessing, uh, knowing what I would be like in such a situation, that maybe getting back to work would would be a, a good thing. So I'm happy for Sonny. As to whether Drake is going to be his play-by-play guy or not, no, no, Sonny don't think so. No, Sonny still wants to punch Drake in the face, hmm. and uh, Drake would still tell him he's full of you know what. He so. hasn't been forgiven. <laughs> I don't think so. I saw Sonny not too long ago, had a great conversation with him, um, and, uh, you know, nothing more to say than that. It was good to see him again. I don't remember where I was. I didn't I didn't talk to him, but I remember, man, where was I? I remember walking by, and I, it was one of those double takes. I'm like, whoa, that was Sonny. Uh, it was just about out and about around town somewhere. I don't even remember where we were, but. Yeah, that's uh, good for him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, men's baseball, gol- golf, women's tennis, softball. Wow. Boomer. That's from Ralph in Tulsa. Thank you, Ralph. <laughs> you won't get this one. It's a wrestling <laughs> reference. Why does Toby sound like Val Venus? Hello, ladies. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> There's an app called Neighbor. Where you can rent space in other homes or garages. Yeah, that oh. sounds like a safe. <laughs> you end up in one of those spaces or trunks in a garage if you rent off of that. You know, my wife was telling me about a thing. Um, a friend of hers was telling her it's like an Airbnb for your swimming pool, where you can rent out your swimming pool for other people to use and have parties at and stuff. That sounds really expensive on insurance and dangerous. Yeah, and creepy. A bunch of strangers in your backyard using your restroom and everything, you know? Like, bunch of nudists show up to use your pool. But that doesn't sound quite as murderous as renting someone's garage. Does hey, that- I rented a closet in this guy's garage, and I haven't seen my son in four days. He went over there to put some stuff in it. All right, what else you got? And then I got a story for you. Uh, we're caught up for now. We're caught up for now. Uh... I might need to borrow your Keith Morrison voice here. Dateline, Portland, Oregon. Or was it? A jury has found a woman guilty, Nancy Brophy, of murder. She murdered her husband, they said. Um, Nancy Brophy is the author of the book, How to Murder Your Husband. She has been convicted of murdering her husband. <laughs> this is Brophy this, is, this is a Norm Macdonald SNL news delivery. <laughs> <laughs> She's been convicted of murdering her husband. Sixty-three-year-old Nancy Brophy. This is not funny, by the way. This is murder we're talking about. <laughs> Killed her husband as he prepared for work at the Oregon Culinary Institute in southwest Portland. He was a chef. Um, 
she is the author of the book, How to Murder Your Husband. Unbelievable, TJ. Uh, she was cooking something up all right. She was I mean, you talk about... I mean, the premeditated charge here is pretty easy to prove, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was not... This was not a uh, heat-of-the-moment act of rage. Obviously, she thought about it. She wrote a book about it. How to Murder Your Husband. Mm. That's amazing. You can also find her in the uh, Books for Dummies section, uh, Murdering Your Husband. So, (laughs) what was she thinking? What, like, imagine your wife wrote a book called How to Murder Your Husband. Like, doesn't your radar go up there a little bit? Aren't you like, well, especially knowing the things that she knows? Yeah, I'm probably going to move and find myself a a Airbnb in someone's garage and maybe sleep on a cot. (laughs) Hey, honey. Better be taken out by them than my wife. Great job on the book. I really, I mean, I I think you got a chance to sell a lot of copies of this. Really well written. So, just to, just curious, just a question here. Uh, do we need to be going to a counselor or anything? Everything's okay, right? <laughs> it's just a book, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's just a book. <laughs> but I'm just making sure. Because it's really descriptive. It even Very uses my detailed. name in it. <laughs> Very, it's like you've thought this out. Oh, man. Okay, break. In Arlington, we got Blake Brewster coming up live, top of the hour. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I got Peyton Graham here, the string bean machine right here. Peyton, take me through that battle of the Grand Slam, will you? Uh, yeah, I was just trying to see the ball up in the zone, um, especially with that first strikeout. I was just chasing everything, and then uh, I just let the ball get deep and ended up working out pretty well. Absolutely. You love hitting here, don't you? I do. I think I, that's my fourth one so far here. <laughs> we had one last year, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't. So this year's the only time I ever hit one here. So Good deal, man. Good deal. Hey, love to watch you play. Keep going, all right? Sir, appreciate it. The string bean machine. I don't hate it. I have not heard someone called a string bean machine since I was in, like, 10th grade, and people used to call me string bean. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, Blake went, like, full-blown grandpa there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Peyton, come on over here, string bean machine. Come on. It is quite amazing he's homered four times it's, in this ballpark. It's hard it's to It's amazing hit a home he runs hits here. a home run. He's got tremendous power. He does. It's unbelievable where he uh, you know, he's such a violent swinger too with his with his weight and uh his size is just amazing to watch him hit him too cuz they go out on a rope. Hey, uh one of my favorite things about uh, this week is the guys at D1 Baseball release updated brackets every day, projected brackets. You know I love a bracket, TJ. Uh, and they have just released updated bracket after yesterday's action in the conference tournaments. I've got it in front of me. Are you ready, TJ? I'm ready. Are you sure? I think so. Okay. You got me nervous now. 
two Big 12 teams are hosting. Uh, take a shot. Who do you think the two are that they have hosting? It has changed since yesterday. There's TCU. Correct. And Oklahoma. No. Ah, They've got TCU and Texas. Texas? Come on. Yeah. Um, OU, a two seed at Texas A&M. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't love that necessarily. I don't either because Texas A&M, I think, is really good. Yeah. Jim Schlossnagel down there. I think they're going to be a national seed. It does, however, seems like we have ran into Texas A&M in everything lately. So it might happen. It cer- certainly regionally makes sense. They've got OSU now a two seed going to Virginia. Texas Tech a two seed going to Maryland. And West Virginia a three seed going to Virginia Tech. Updated bracketology this morning from the guys over there at D1 Baseball. Um, So I, I don't think after last night's win that OU, and this is not going out on a limb, but they they cannot be worse than a two seed now. They're locked into a two at worst, in my opinion. If they had gone 0-2 here, maybe with some other things happening, they could have been a three seed. I think that's even unlikely with the way they finished Big 12 play. But now it's assured they will be at least a two seed somewhere. And with a win tonight, they become a serious candidate to host. I think they would be – I think they get to the championship game on Sunday that Oklahoma's going to have itself a regional in Norman. Now, here's the interesting thing, TJ. You know what else starts next weekend? The Women's College World Series. Right. Which OU fans will attend heavily, Correct. assuming they're in it. Mm-hmm. So... Hosting a regional would be fantastic. I want to do it. We'll get crowds, right? I hate that I have to ask that question, but. And my answer would be, I'm not confident. Uh, Yeah. I agree with you. I hate to say that, but, I mean, they've had a very good team this year, and they have not packed that place. Um, so I think for a regional, people would come out and be excited. It's been since 2010 that OU hosted a baseball regional, but, um, being on the same time, you know, same weekend as the women's college world series getting underway. Um, I'm not convinced. Hey, it could depend on who came in here with them too. And. (laughs) <laughs> what kind of crowd they draw from their fan bases. So, well, uh, we've seen uh, that taken over before. That's the what I was say. Yeah. You might have more Arkansas That's fans what I was, here than OU fans. Arkansas was the team coming to mind because they've done that before. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. Let's uh, let's make that a problem. Let's host a regional, then we can grind our teeth over whether that's going to be an issue or not next week. But uh, they'll play tonight, seven thirty, against. 
uh, Texas Tech, and we'll have Blake Brewster joining us at uh, 8.05. By the way, it was great to see. I had I have uh, not seen you in your coaching element in a long time, but it was great to see that video. <laughs> nice that nice try. You know that is not how I act at all, nor have I ever yelled at a kid like that on that video you sent me. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> we have some video that has emerged of TJ coaching – Looks like you've moved to third base this year. Well, I, I've been at third base all year, so that that's that's correct. Did you ever figure out why he was trying to get that kid to run? No, that's what I text you back. I'm like, what's the situation in the game? Like, why is he wanting the kid to run when the pitcher clearly has the ball in his glove standing there? So, bases loaded, and the guy at second's waiting to go to third is the only thing I can think of. I don't even know if uh, if you can hear this. Let me see. Uh, how old would you say these kids are? I would say nine, maybe. Eight or uh, nine. That seemed, they look pretty tiny. What, what grade would nine be? Nine would be fourth grade? Uh, Third grade. Third grade? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. May 3rd or 4th, depending I, on what your birthday is. But yeah. I think you're at the top end of how old these kids are. Let me see if you can hear this audio. Now. Why are you not running? I said go! I mean, there is a guy. There is a. It looks like the pitcher is holding the ball, <laughs> waiting to tag it away, <laughs> yes. staring at this kid. <laughs> a third baseman is foot on the bag, asking for the ball, and the kid is not wanting to run home because he's going to be out. He's going to get that, tagged. That's what I'm saying. You cannot see the other bases, so the bases had to have been loaded there, and he has to run. It had to have been a ground well, ball to the pitcher. I guess, but just run home and t- tag home plate if that's the case there's no runner coming up behind him that we can see if the bases are loaded <laughs> right that's why i want to know what the scenario is there because he wants that kid to go i mean he is full it was like a army drill sergeant it's chris, yelling at it's this chris farley bent over in a living room Even some mom chimes in there at the end, screaming at him to go. <laughs> Stupid kid, why aren't you running? That guy's holding the ball 10 feet in front of you. We wonder why kids have anxiety in sports. Again, if you've joined us late, this is live That's, audio of TJ Perry. Do not put that on me. Coach. Not up in here. Third base at a recent Norman Dodgers. When game. I say go, it's like this go. It's exactly how I say it. Every game. I'm just kind of behind them where they can hear it just enough. Go. Like if a pass ball, go. It's not like this. Jeez, mom is worse than I mean that guy's screaming, but then when mom <laughs> chimes in at the end. She's shattering glass shrill. in the concession stand. Uh, see, you know how sometimes there's a I don't know how you guys do it. Sometimes there is a a limit to how many batters you can have in an inning or something. Yeah, like we're that. limited to seven runs an inning. Yeah. Well, that but that wouldn't apply here because that's either what's... they met their quota or didn't. 
I don't know what the scenario is. It has to be what I'm saying, but if that's the case, just yell at the pitcher if you're the other coach to go touch home plate or toss it to the catcher and have well, him touch well, maybe it. Maybe they are. Out. There's no way we can hear what's being yelled <laughs> at the pitcher. Good point, good point. This guy's drowning out everybody, but maybe it's a time limit. Maybe this this is the last batter of the, I don't know, if it, usually an inning ends, though. Yeah, if you're the home team, you get to finish your at-bat, oh, so I don't know. Again, live audio captured of T.J. Perry coaching third Stop. base with a – He's a big, scary-looking dude, too. <laughs> yeah, he is large. Like, he's, he knows his way around a weight room. The the mom sounds like she's being murdered there at the end, T.J. <laughs> I bet she rented a space in someone's garage. No! Jeez. Poor kids. Children, we're sorry. We adults. Go to your home. Are you too good for your home? (laughs) We'll be back. Hey now, get on my lawn. This is Old Man Radio. WTJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Terry and Jackie Saxon, home of the $8.99 listing fee. They'll list your home for $8.99. You get the same service as you would with any other realtor out there, just uh, saving you thousands of dollars. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, uh, OU Architect needs to tie a string around his phone and the other around his belt loop. Uh, it would have been like the land rush, Toby, being convicted of unhitching the wagons. I think that's going back to uh, how to murder your husband. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's clever. I didn't catch it at first. But that's clever. Yeah, okay. (laughs) If you want to get on the wrong side of uh, Toby, try one of these. Number one, mow his lawn without permission. Number two. Talk politics on his show. Yeah. Number three, lean your airplane seat back into his space. <laughs> number four, back into a parking space in a busy parking lot. Yeah. And finally, number five, murder a chef. <laughs> it's baseball, Ross. <laughs> That's right. If you're going to murder someone, don't murder the people preparing my food. <laughs> Well, well, baseball, Ross, that is the excellent tweet by you. Thank, obviously, a long-time <laughs> listener to the show. 100% He has me pegged. <laughs> uh, Toby. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. Thank you, Brent. Toby, how many home runs were hit yesterday at the ballpark? Thanks, Jim in Arlington. Four. Texas hit two. Austin Todd and Silas Ardwan. And there were two hit in the OU game last night. Peyton Graham's Graham slam and uh, the guy in the ninth, Hussey, for West Virginia, which had to be a tough name growing up with, right? I mean. Well, they hit two late, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Five. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Five. Yep. West Virginia hit two in the ninth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Solo shot to two-run shot. Correct. Five home runs hit yesterday. 
J-Dog says, TJ, your old man impression is the best out there. Is it an impression if I am an old man? Uh, no, it's just, it's just me it's being just me. It's just you being true to yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, this person says, I think it depends on when softball plays. Maybe they'll play at different times. I would go to both if possible. Boy, you think I've got money with the circle drive. Look at this. Going to softball and baseball. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, my very first year of Little League, I was pe- playing third base. A throw came to me, got past me, and rolled into the feet of my coach standing by the dugout. I ran halfway to it, stopped, held out my glove, and said, Coach, here. He went up in flames, <laughs> screaming at me, Get the ball! I'm 54 now, and thought of it. St- <laughs> the thought of it still gives me massive anxiety. <laughs> yeah, we can't touch the ball. Coach can't give you the ball. Just give it to me, Coach. <laughs> Grab it, you idiot! <laughs> I'm 54 now. It still gives me massive anxiety. Oh, man. Do you remember the worst you ever got yelled at by a coach? I don't remember what it was over, but I know it was. I know who the coach was, Coach Pat Garrett. I can't tell you teachers in high school, but Coach Pat Garrett, who, taught, uh, who coached me when I was about nine, eight or nine, uh, I still remember and have anxiety over the way he coached our team. He would... He would throw uh, buckets in the dugout. He would. He was one of those guys. He was. He was a screaming, cursing, evil dude. So yes, I do remember Coach Pat Garrett. I was scared to death of Paul McGrady at Southern Nazarene, the basketball coach who used to play football. Uh, got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys back in the day. He wore cowboy boots. He great Christian man. Never cursed once. But, man, he was intimidating. <laughs> Huge dude in cowboy boots that would stomp around. He would kick the uh, lockers sometimes and stuff. It scared me to death. But, uh, yeah, he gave us some butt chewings for sure. Christian butt chewings, though, TJ, you know? <laughs> as long as they were Christian. Le- the language was fine. But he got his point across. All right, Blake Brewster coming up live. Are you going to stick around or is that it for No, that's you, it TJ? for me today. I'm out of here. We'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll be back.